Utah's best sports radio is on the Zone Sports Network. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is... And it's time to kick off Utah's most listened to sports radio afternoon show. This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Sponsored by Mountain America Credit Union. Guiding members forward for over 80 years. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Our next guests are the co-hosts of the very popular radio program entitled The Big Show. The Big Show. This is The Big Show. They call me Hollywood. Here come The Big Show. Big Show. show. Ladies and gentlemen, The Big Show. It's a big show. Everybody ready? It's Thirsty Thursday. Happy Thursday. Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. It is the big show, 97.5 and 12.80, The Zone. Welcome on in. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott. No Gordon today, however. His Hawaiian vacation continues on. Oops, Austin, I slipped. <laughs> uh, we are live today at The Warehouse. We're here at their Orem location, 86 East University Parkway. Come on by and see us. Of course, they have their Salt Lake location as well, 19. 19- 1967 South, 300 West. And uh, talking to Tom, he has some very special things in order for our listeners today going on throughout the weekend. Uh, let's just say that, uh, let's say Tom is, is motivated uh, to make some space, if that makes any sense. And that only benefits our listeners because a lot of stuff has got to go. So stop by and see us, 86 East University Parkway here in Orem, on top of the fantastic deals at the warehouse. Uh, I'm looking at all our jazz gear that we have today. We have the beanies, which are very popular, and we have we have a lot of them, actually, more than usual, I would say. Uh, we have jazz T-shirts. Uh, in fact, uh, a couple different versions of jazz T-shirts. Uh, we do have... And Johnny, I don't know, uh, Johnny Lightfoot, uh, on-site engineer today for the show. We have uh, these Donovan Mitchell shirts. I feel like we should do something like special for these. Yeah, they're small. Are they small? Yeah, so yeah. this is this is perfect for any uh, young lady or young man, uh, possibly. Uh, let's just, you know what? Female listeners, come on in, come on, come on in and grab it. I'm just saying we have really great stuff. So the sooner you get here, the better. We also have a jazz sweatshirt to give away we have the desk ornaments that are taking the world by storm we've got a lot so come see us 86 east university parkway right here in orem we have a lot to do on the show today we're going to talk a lot of nba specifically jazz basketball that was a bit of a snoozer last night against the warriors but uh there's you know some uh, stiffer competition ahead let's say so we'll talk about what we saw last night We'll talk about what needs to happen uh, going into this next stretch of games. Uh, want to continue to talk about the the fallout involving the Mountain West Conference and uh, and Boise State. I thought uh, Scotty G had a really interesting guest on today, and I thought Scotty's thoughts on it uh, were very good as well. So we'll talk about what's going on uh, with that and uh, kind of refresh that story a little bit. But you never know with Utah State. Uh, it, it could impact a couple of local schools. In fact, I thought Scotty brought up a couple of really good hypotheticals today. So we will uh, we will get into that as well. With that, I am here at the warehouse uh, in Orem, Austin, is at our Carrier Studios at Vivint Smart Home Arena. Austin, how are you today? 
I'm fine, Jake. I uh, I'm in a chair that uh, the armrests are all torn up on, and the wheels are falling off. And uh, what chair are you sitting in? So so Hans was there. Then is is what you're saying? Uh, I right now. Uh, I'm in a a very comfortable recliner with ah. a console in the middle. That's a that's a buzzword of the day, console, and uh, it's it's absolutely beautiful. I'm sure Tom will talk about it, but uh, I'm very comfortable. Richly upholstered, I, is it? I, I feel like I'm more comfortable than you are today, yeah. Austin, mm-hmm. which you know is is awesome for me. And and you're you're getting by. It sounds like uh, I have a chair, so I'm thankful for it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I'm I'm glad to hear it. Uh, again, Gordon comes back on Monday. Uh, and before we get into the split story of the day, we want to do something. We've done this on the show before, but I want to welcome a, a special guest onto the show. Now, Carly, you're welcome to do that headset and sit there. However, you know, you're welcome to switch over to the far more comfortable recliner right there and uh first of all welcome to the warehouse how are you thank you great this recliner is uh, very comfortable it's not bad right it's very it's nice it's not bad this is this is living i i can't believe this is in fact is what i do for a living sitting here in this comfortable chair uh but you're, you're here we did this what a, a couple of months ago uh carly is part of the the basketball ops staff at uh, for all the jazz games and uh, you, your whole crew does a terrific job. I was yeah. teasing you about this uh, before you came on. You now have the pleasure of, of um, wrangling Tony Parks, which I'm sure is good. We do. We we wrangle Tony. <laughs> not, too, not too much. Tony, I was just saying, Tony's very self-sufficient. He does a really good job without too much wrangling. You know what? He he's doing a great job with that. He's kind of he you can tell he's in his element. He's very excited yes. to be to be doing that. We love having Tony part of the show. He is the best. Well, okay. So you need some help. Uh, we're doing uh, a big halftime extravaganza, meaning a game show for Buco Bucks. For Buco Bucks, we are we are doing a game show this Saturday, is in the day after tomorrow for our day game. Which and I love, by the way. The day, day games game. are oh, so fun. Oh, I wish there were more day Me games too. Let's put that out there because the, they're. Let's do put that. You're a big deal over there. Let's see. You can. Let's weigh something. Let's, <laughs> let's see if we can get more day games because I, I got to agree. I love the day game. I love it. So yes. three o'clock start time. So here's the deal. Come on down and basically just enter. We'll, we'll just get your conf, contact info and then we'll pick a random winner. And the random winner, here's the deal. You get to go to the game, pair of tickets, right? Two lowerable tickets to the game. Very nice. And then you'll be competing in a game show at halftime. Yes. And we only need one contestant. So if you get the tickets, you get to be the contestant for the game show at halftime. And you could win. We can't give too many details, of course, but you could win up to $5,000. That is correct. Up to $5,000. So that's that's pretty cool. So you get a basically once-in-a-lifetime experience, a pair of lowerable tickets, and the chance to win thousands of dollars. Yeah, that sounds terrible. Sounds like we'll have a hard time really coming up with, uh, with uh, contestants here, Carly. Oh, I certainly hope not. So here's, here's all you have to do. You just come on by here to the warehouse, 86 East University Parkway, uh, and enter to win. And we are going to limit it a little bit. So get down here. The, the earlier, the better. But, the earlier, uh, the better. The earlier, yep. the better. And we'll get your, your contact info. And then we'll uh, select a random winner. And you could have, seriously, a once-in-a-lifetime a experience. Pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, it'll be great. Thank you, Carly. Thank you. Thanks and for having me. We appreciate you. And thanks for coming down and giving this experience to our listener. That is really awesome. Thank so you. come on down and see. 
Celsius, 86 East, University Parkway, and we'll even uh, give you some jazz gear to wear to the game if you win. So come by and see us down here in Orem. Uh, let's talk a little Utah Jazz basketball, Austin. Let's get to it. It is time for the split story of the day. Two guys, two topics, two, two, two. two opinions. Utah, give me two. This is the split story of the day on 97.5-1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Here's Rudy, left-hand drive to the rack, just takes the defender under the tin and packs it on him. 42-27. Rudy Gobert putting on an offensive display here in San Francisco. Ingles high pick and roll, bounces to Rudy, rotates it out to O'Neal, ball fakes a three, finds Bogdanovich, right corner, one dribble, settles himself and fires and hits. Man alive, are they good. 27-point lead. Raymond lobs to Collie Stein. Donovan goes up with him, tips it. Donovan rebounds. Baseball outlet to Rudy, who then dunks it the other way, and Donovan pretends he's a pitcher. I, I just think regardless of, you know, whatever competition we've – this team's worked. You know, they've worked hard. Met um, some, some weaknesses that um, – gradually are becoming strengths um, there's obviously there's always more to do um, but I think our focus has been you know been on us and playing the right way and, and defending and you know trying to be consistent with all those things all right the jazz winners last night uh, easily 129 to 96 and Austin I, I believe they met your standard you set on the show yesterday as they better win by at least what it what it was your final number 20. No, the lowest acceptable uh, differential for me yesterday was 18, and uh, they they did that and and then some. Yeah, uh, they they did that easily, and it it was a game they they dominated from start to finish. I mean, it it would have been worse had the Jazz not played really everybody in the fourth quarter. Uh, Ed Davis was out there getting work. Uh, good to see Emmanuel Mudiay who went out and and played well because minutes have been at a premium for him. But uh, it, it was I'll, I'll take you kind of through a storyline of my night yesterday, Austin, which this will stand out in the game um, or, or in this game that really doesn't have a whole lot of memorable moments. But so doing the pregame show with coach, you know, we're talking about the, the major storylines going into this and we're, we're, we're talking about how good are the jazz really. And, and, you know, beating some of these teams uh, the way that the jazz have and, and not how to sl- have had a slip up, you know, how, you know, impactful is that and that sort of thing. And coaches take on the whole thing. Coach Chase's take was, you know, a lot of these teams, they play hard and they have good players and yes, their record not may not reflect it, but they'll, they'll give you a test. I mean, you know, Damian Lillard had to score, 61 to beat this Golden State team in overtime, and that was without Draymond Green, right? And and so you think that this Golden State team, they may not be very good with 10 wins, but they're going to they're going to play hard because they have guys who are trying to earn NBA uh, play uh, paychecks, and you know guys like Alec Burks are trying to go play for their next contract, and so that was kind of a theme of the pregame show, and and I, I've seen it with some other teams like like Washington when they played the Wizards on the road, that team played really hard believe it or not Chicago when they beat Chicago on the road a couple of weeks ago the Bulls played really hard I mean I, I think you look at uh, obviously the Pelicans stand out there they're a team that that these teams play hard they, their records may not be great but you've got to be on to go out and beat them and so I, I'm buying into this going into this Golden State uh, game Austin and then let me let me see if I can find Here's the exact moment with 10 minutes and 24 seconds to go 
in the first quarter, Willie Colley-Stein picked up his second foul. And at that moment, Golden State decided, you know what? I want no part of Rudy Gobert or any sort of physical basketball. And that was it. I mean, the Jazz in that game, maybe more than standing out in any other game, got to, got whatever they wanted. The resistance to from Golden State was uh, zero. And actually watching the game with Coach Chiesa was interesting because, uh, you know, you can see the, the coach in him, right? He was almost disappointed in what he was seeing out of Golden State because he, you know, certainly thought the Jazz would win, but he thought that the Warriors would, would play hard and, and would give it a go. And the, the, the it was just the Warriors decided that they were not going to um, – they were not going to make the Jazz – it, they were not going to make it hard for the Jazz. They, it was not going to happen. I mean, one play that really stands out, Austin, and I know you know the play, where Rudy, from the perimeter, dribble drove on Willie Cauley-Stein, who couldn't back up fast enough only to get dunked on. I mean, how many times in Rudy's career have we seen Have we seen that, Austin? Uh, I mean, what, six. none? Oh. <laughs> Maybe never? <laughs> Uh, Willie Cauley-Stein looked like a uh, cornerback in the Pro Bowl, but there, it was someone who they just picked out of the stands and said, here, go in on this play. It was it, it was amazing. And D'Angelo Russell, that guy loves to shoot. That guy is allergic to defense. I mean, it, it goes to show it was, it was actually the perfect game to culminate this run for the Utah Jazz because, as we know, things uh, get a little bit more difficult uh, starting with Saturday uh, against the Dallas Mavericks. But uh, this is another thing Coach said while we're, we're just sitting there watching the game. He said, this is a this is a dress rehearsal. And that's exactly what that game felt like last night. You know, Austin, you've got a play coming up. The, the dress rehearsal is is get a get a run through how it's supposed to go. You know, where you can get to your spots and the offense works and uh, nobody uh, wants to uh, defend or go into Rudy in any way, shape or form. And and you can kind of see how it's supposed to work. And lo and behold, the Jazz scored 129 points last night. And if they would have kept the foot on the gas in the fourth quarter, could have scored, I don't know, 140? Easily. You know what I mean? I mean, that that did. It felt like a dress rehearsal. Uh, What came to my mind, dress rehearsal is a good uh, term for it. What came to my mind was... FCS versus a, a Power Five team. That's that's what came to my mind. This was this was the University of Utah against Idaho State last night, and that's blowing my mind because. And I'm not saying they're not professionals. They're not in the. I'm saying the talent level, the trajectory of the different clubs. You mentioned the Golden State Warriors resistance being little to none, and my my reaction is, well, that's that's a shame. But at the same time, I'm kind of like, well, what else? Why? Why would they try? Like, what? Why, when they get down like that, why, why give it a go? They're not trying for anything this season. They're not trying for anything but themselves for their next contract. So, right. I guess in that realm, they should try a little harder. But they're not in a. They're in a marathon as far as rebuilding the organization, rebuilding the program, rebuilding the club. Of course, Steph Curry will come back, Clay Thompson will come back, and that'll be uh, expedited. But right now, they are just in spin wheels and, and get through the season mode. The Jazz are gearing up for the sprint to the finish. So it's kind of like a, a charity 5K versus an Olympic trial. The Warriors are just out there to, to play around and collect their checks and have some fun. The Jazz are out there to try and win it all. And that was the difference. Where, uh, where have you fallen in on Steve Kerr as, as quality of, of coach? Have you been on the great coach, perfect fit kind of team? Or 
uh, as as a friend of mine once said, a potted plant could could coach <laughs> that team. Where where are you at on the 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 Steve Kerr pendulum? I'm not potted plant as far as coaching X's and O's and things like that. Uh, I've never really thought. Well, this is this is one of the brilliant minds of our time. As far as coaxing ego, I don't think that can be denied, can it? Okay. Well, I ask you. Uh, just because for those folks that have been on the potted plant could coach this team kind of train, which I traditionally lean to. I mean, Mark Jackson didn't do it, so I, I guess not anybody could do it because uh, he did not, and Steve Kerr took them to the next level. But, I mean, come on. How hard is it to, to put that group together that we've seen over the past few years and, and go out and win some basketball mm-hmm. games? I well, mean, Luke, Luke, Luke Walton. Luke, Luke, right. Yes. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Luke Walton could do it. Mike but, Brown but, got fired by the Cavaliers, what, 11 times? And then Steve Kerr <laughs> came calling. He's like, I'll do that. Yeah, sure. I'll, I'll no. keep track of timeouts for you. Easy. No problem. Uh, but to those folks who, who are in more of the potted plant cap, uh, camp, the the offense that the Golden State Warriors were running last night was was nothing. They were that was not an offense. That was not a, I mean uh, that was not a coordinated attack. Let me put it that way. I mean even in Quinn Snyder's first year where they weren't you know terrific from a record standpoint, the Jazz still ran stuff, right? I mean just because you're not a terrific team, I mean I don't know it. That was on top of being under-talented. I mean, that didn't look like a particularly well-coached team. And may, you know what? Maybe we saw Golden State on, on an off night for them, which feels or an off really, season. really strange uh, to say. But, you know, if if they don't get a top-five draft pick, they lose it. So you might as well uh, basically uh, throw in the towel. That's what the NBA certainly has become uh, because the last thing you want to do is, is finish in the middle. But really – it was the perfect tune-up opponent. Now the Jazz go into a really meaty part of their schedule, and they're going to have to come away with some wins. And that starts, you know, Saturday, uh, early game, Saturday afternoon. Love it. 3 o'clock tip, 2 o'clock pregame right here on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. And there's going to be some, some real unique challenges. And to folks out there saying, you know, hold the phone. Uh, this has been a weak part of the schedule. Well, that changes really quickly. But the way the, the offense has been running for the Utah Jazz, there's not a whole lot of, of, of teams that are, are going to uh, overmatch them or overwhelm them. And maybe they lose a couple along the way. But, uh, you know, the, the, the way they're playing right now, they're going to be really tough to stop. And Locke has been throwing out uh, basically a, a great stat that if, if the Jazz are above average, and we're not even talking about that great, above average from an offensive rating standpoint, you know, 107, somewhere in that, uh, in that range, they don't lose because Rudy Gobert is so good on the defensive side that you just need a mediocre offense and, and you're going to win a lot of ball games. I mean, we saw how many ball games they won when, when they had a below average offense. I mean, Rudy is certainly that impactful and now not only do they have an average offense they have a way above average offense since the middle of december they're number one in the league basically across the board in every offensive category so i mean if they were ever equipped to tackle this part of the schedule and dennis Lindsay talked about that uh, a little bit when he joined us earlier in the week uh they're 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 ready to go mike conley is getting back into the swing of things i mean everything looks to be falling together perfectly for the Utah Jazz. Okay, so come by. We have Jazz gear for you. Uh, and, uh, uh, yeah, Johnny, we're going through it like crazy, man. I love it. Come on uh, come on down. Come see us. You can also enter to win 
This is so cool. Carly is here from our basketball ops team uh, with the Jazz, and they're putting together a a contest for halftime of the Dallas game on Saturday. So come enter to win that. We'll we'll get a random winner, and you'll get a pair of lower bowl tickets and a chance to win thousands of dollars, not to mention a pretty cool once-in-a-lifetime experience at halftime. So come on down, 86 East University Parkway, the warehouse. My good friend Tom sits next to me now. And uh, Tom, first of all, how are you? How are things? You looking good? I'm sorry I missed you last week. Your tan's better than mine, Jake. I I don't know about that. I t- I I tried for maximum sun protection, but it was it was good. Hey, was I'm fun. not used to sitting on this side. I know it, it suits you. Gordon's seat's pretty good. I love this 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 couch. What I mean, what are we? Calling I have this? four of these left, and they're Do twenty really? twenty seven hundred bucks at our competitors. We're gonna blow it out for eight ninety nine. I can't mention the name, but double reclining leather sofa with the console, power recline, power head tilt, USBs to charge your phone, console with more USBs. These are those, you know, those aluminum water, uh, what do you call them? The, you put your ice in and it stays cold for three days. Oh, yeah. A, um, what do they call that? A Famous uh, brand. Yeah, 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 right. This is the sa- Yeti. There you there go. There you go. Austin, you you are Yetis incredible. Are Thank you. Austin's brain sometimes is incredible. Oh, I'll give you ten- two hours to stop talking to me about, about <laughs> that. Anyway, this is made out of the same stuff. It keeps your favorite oh, awesome. beverage cold as you sit here. Anyway, eight ninety nine. This That's- is how the good Lord intended sports to be watched in a in a chair like this. This is awful. I, it's it's awful. Oh, it's I, I'm going to make Gordon sit on that chair from now on. You I'm should. sitting right here. Oh, you absolutely should. Hey, we have deals. I've got to move stuff this weekend. I'm going to blow out beds, and I've never done this before. I bought, I, I, I've talked about it a lot, five truckloads from Liggett and Platt. I've got beds that are normally five ninety nine. This king bed's normally five ninety nine. I've got it marked one ninety nine. Anything in the store, Liggett and Platt, it's already fifty to seventy percent off normal. I'm going to let you take thirty percent off the lowest mark. Wow, and it's already, I mean, rock bottom. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Monday only. That's it. That's it. It. I'm telling you, I've got a bed in front of me that's normally three ninety nine, marked one fifty nine. You can take thirty percent off of one fifty nine. So if you need a spare bedroom bed, it's once in a lifetime price. It's perfect. Yeah, Come. that's perfect. And then I've got I've got a bunch of deals we're going to talk about today. But I've got some stuff made by Klausner. It's home theater chairs. I've got miscellaneous pieces. So I've got chairs that don't recline. I've got chairs that do recline. I've got consoles with the remote holder with drink cup holders. They're normally 200 bucks. I'm going to do the consoles for $59. Okay. The chairs normally 400 bucks. I'm going to do them for $100. The recliners normally 599, 600 bucks for $149. Wow. So if you're trying to build a man cave and we're going to talk about man cave we stuff are. tomorrow, we're going to hit this again. This is 
literally once in a lifetime. So if you're building that home theater or a man cave and you're looking for miscellaneous pieces where you can build a couple of rows of seating. Make it custom. Incredible. 100 bucks for the chairs, 149 for recliners and consoles, 59 bucks. I've got about 40 pieces. Once they're gone, they are gone. Take advantage of it. Get down here, 86 East University Parkway. Don't forget about the Salt Lake store, of course, 1967 South, 300 West. If you're in Salt Lake, go by and, and bother Race. How's he doing? Is he in a better Race mood? just got back from a cruise. Oh, so he is in a better Race mood. is pretty tan. That's good. Well, go go uh, take advantage of Race's Race grew a beard. Go check out Race's beard. Uh, and, of course, we have jazz gear for you here, 86 East University Parkway, their uh, new location right here in Orem in the old Toys R Us building. Also, Carly is still here from uh, Basketball Ops if uh, you want to sign up for a chance to win that uh, halftime experience. So come on by and see us. We'll have more of the big show coming up next right here on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Slow mo Joe. The Joe Ingles Show with DJ and PK. PK. I'm wondering when you're playing this well, does the way Quinn interact with the team change at all? He's the same guy today that he is six years ago when he first got the job. And that's hard to do, to stay so focused and determined to keep this franchise going and obviously heading in the right direction. And obviously everyone that's watched closely for the six years Quinn's been here, he's a big part of this massive change that's happened. A lot is the culture and what he does and what he brings and what he stands for. Utah is lucky to have him and Hopefully he's well. He just extended, didn't he? So he's yeah. he's here for a bit longer. Oh yeah! Catch Jazzman Joe Ingles with DJ and PK every Thursday morning at 9 a.m. on 97.5-1280 The Zone and the Zone Sports Network. Utah's most listened to sports radio afternoon show. This is the Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Sponsored by Mountain America Credit Union. Guiding members forward for over 80 years. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Five and twelve eighty, the zone. Welcome on back live today from the warehouse right here in Orem, eighty six East University Parkway. Come by and see us. Band of the day today is Air Supply, selected by our good friend Tom here at the warehouse. Brought to you by Live Nation Concerts. Buy concert tickets and get the latest tour news and artist insight at LiveNation.com. Uh, real quick, Austin, I, I got a, a couple of uh, responses, and you can always interact with the show on Twitter at Jake Scott Zone. Uh, at Austin Horton, you can uh, include Gordon if you'd like. At Gordon Monson, uh, you can do. Uh, uh, you can also uh, interact with us via the open mic through our Zone Sports Network app. And uh, Austin gets those at the studio, 15-second audio clips, and uh, we can play those on the show as well. But uh, I, I just uh, threw this out there about Steve Kerr, and uh, both responses I got were pretty good, so I thought I'd get to those real quick. Is, is he good coach, or Potted Plant could have won with that team? Or, or somewhere in between, of course, which is always where the answer lies. But our good friend Aaron on Twitter said, Steve Kerr is somewhat along for the ride, fantastic athletes, and getting it done uh, 
uh, uh, at Golden State. And then Cody weighs in. And I, I love this response. Cody says, Jerry Sloan would have this year's Warriors be a 44-win team. Kerr sucks. Uh, you know, what's funny about that is it, it brings back a, a memory of really my first year, not quite, but a little, probably just into my second year in this business when I was when I was really young and uh, in my career with the, the zone. It was the year that, of course, John and Carl were gone. And uh, some bozo in Seattle, some NBA writer in Seattle predict, uh, predicted the Jazz to win something like 14 games. And uh, that was the year, of course, uh, Jerry really should have won his coach of the year because they went out there and were a 500 team where really they had no business being one uh, with uh, Andre Karolinko and Matt Harpring. And uh, I, I think Keon, uh, what was it, Keon Clark uh, was on that. Day. Anyway, uh, really, a, a, you know, an unspectacular, certainly from a star standpoint, basketball team. And, uh, you know, well coached, good coaching can go a long way. Um, but I, you know, the thing with Steve Kerr is Mark Jackson, he, he definitely took that team to the next level. Uh, so there's gotta be something he's doing right, but they, they did not look well coached last night. And, and I, I, I'm glad Cody brought up that, that example with, with coach Sloan, because, you know, there's still some things you can do. Although, you know, I will say this, the culture was different in the NBA. I mean, teams, even though it was probably for their benefit even back then, teams weren't going out there and basically trying to lose basketball games, and that's where Golden State really is. You know, long and short of it, they're trying to lose basketball games. So maybe it was uh, was a little bit different back then, but that's certainly the way it is now. And, and you can see why. Uh, they can try and, and flatten the auto, uh, lottery odds as much as they want, but the, the truth is it still benefits you to lose games and to not finish in the middle of the pack, and maybe that's maybe that's uh, a bummer where basketball is gone. But uh, I don't know. Interesting though, because Steve Curry certainly didn't look like he was enjoying his experience much. Uh, Draymond Green didn't look like they were enjoying their experience much either. And thus, you know, everybody who hasn't been a bandwagon Warriors fan over the past ten years is uh, relishing what's going on there in Golden State. But you know, truth is, Steph and Clay will come back healthy. They'll add a you know top five draft pick or actually more likely flip a top five draft pick to get yourself another veteran asset and then they'll be right back to competing in the west next year it won't be unfair golden state level where they had kevin durant and you know nobody else is going to beat that team but they will be back in the mix certainly for if not the favorites uh for the western uh western conference title and that's why you know that uh, we had dennis Lindsay on the show earlier in the week and that's why he and and justin zanuck are are, sh- are so sharp this now is the time uh, to strike for so many different reasons uh, for the Utah Jazz. And, and there's a couple-year window. Not that the window can't be longer, but right now we're seeing it. There's a couple-year window where Rudy and Donovan truly aren't being compensated to the max of their potential. Certainly not Donovan Mitchell, where you can afford to pay a guy like Mike Conley $30 million. The, the Warriors are temporarily set aside. The Clippers and the Lakers are newly formed teams uh, who may be figuring some things out. I mean, uh, the time is here, and I, I think that's part of the reason why Jazz fans are, are so excited or more excited than they've been for a while is I, I think fans out there can sense it. You know, it's not unlike Austin, and, and tell me if this is a bad comparison, but it's not unlike why I think you fans are a little disappointed with how the football season ended this year. Because if you look at how things lined up, 
this was the year for Utah to to grab that Pac-12 title. They had a senior-laden team. They had a quarterback they had been seasoning for two years. Two years seasoning Tyler Huntley to be the guy to uh, to go out there and lead them. They had maybe the best running back in their history. Uh, their defense is full of NFL draft picks, of course. And then you look at the rest of the conference where USC uh, is is still figuring out how to be USC again, which is just ludicrous. But still. You know, the, not where, uh, not the, certainly the powerhouse of the division they possibly could be. Uh, the the rest of the league was was basically winnable games outside of Oregon, so it's going to set up so you have a really good uh, record. And so it it just it it felt like circumstances were coming together for Ute football, and and that's probably part of the reason why uh, Ute football fans. Uh, really jumped on board with that team. I mean, obnoxiously jumped on board with that team. And I I get it. Things were coming together. It made a lot of sense. And it's really disappointing that it didn't finish out uh, uh, kind of the the same way the entire season felt because all those things were certainly going their way. And now you feel that way in the Western Conference uh, with the the Utah Jazz, that, you know, the circumstances around the rest of the league are such that this team – the way it's put together can compete with any team in the NBA. And it, it was designed this, I guess my, my entire point of this is it was, it was designed this way from a timing standpoint. There's a reason why they, they felt like they could no longer wait on Dante Exum, that they had to use the assets that they had, use the cap space that they had because the timing was right. And Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert, had to progress on schedule if not exceed schedule and it's it's really set up for for ultimate success and i think that's why going into this stretch of game starting on saturday with the dallas mavericks is going to be so fascinating because it's all come together and uh, quinn snyder has this team really understanding and grasping what he's all about uh, as a head coach in his system. And, and maybe uh, now that we've seen this for the past couple of years, maybe this is exactly what we should have expected. You know, Quinn's a complicated guy who runs a complicated system, and it takes a minute for everybody to get on the same page. But when it works, they've got the, 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 the best offensive system in the league which it has been for the past almost, well, over a month, not quite a month and a half. It has been the best offense in the league when it has the talent and it's executed correctly uh, by the by the right players in the right spaces. I mean, it's, it's amazing. Uh, it's amazing how well uh, it works. And we saw that last night against the Warriors, not to revisit this, but it, it was the perfect opponent because it was a dress rehearsal. They were to get able to get everything that they wanted. And why I'm excited to see all these pieces work together as one is really I don't know how you defend them. I don't. And if they can keep the defensive bite with, with Rudy, I mean – you know that's the that's the recipe for success. If Mike Conley's Mike Conley, then you really wh- how do you guard the Jazz? It won't be like the the uh, Darren Booze years where where the Houston Rockets just elected not to guard Andre Karolinko for a whole series. I mean, who are you going to do that against? Austin, we did this exercise the other day. You know, uh, the, this is the just the example I came up with. But when uh, when the Jazz played Brooklyn, the Nets had to hide Kyrie Irving somewhere. And so what they do, they put him on Royce O'Neal, all right? And and Royce doesn't take a ton of shots, so that probably makes some sense. You know, he'll make some open threes, but, you know, you're not going to probably hide him anywhere else in that lineup. So if Mike Conley's in there for Royce O'Neal, where are you hiding Kyrie Irving? Where are you going to hide James Harden? 
You know, where are you going to hide Damian Lillard? Where are these teams going to hide their their defensive vulnerabilities? Because it's, you know, there's not a good option. If you were the coach, Austin, what did we decide? Uh, if you were the Rockets and were hiding James Harden and it, it was the Joe Ingles, Mike Conley starting lineup, where where would you hide James Harden? Uh, we, we Didn't we come down to either uh, Conley or Ingles? Yeah, yeah, and, 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 Eagles. and it's like fine. You pick one. I'm okay with either as the Jazz. You go ahead, put them on either one of them. It's fine. And the way Quinn Snyder's offense works is that multiple people initiate the offense or are capable of doing that. And if either Mike Conley or Joe Ingles can initiate the offense, and they're going against the other team's most vulnerable defender, uh, it's you. You're going to be really, really good. You're going to be really good. Yeah. Let let me flip it on you, Jake. Do you think that the Jazz have a defensive situation uh, against other teams where they are trying to hide some of their players? Because I feel like the Jazz have always been a defensive uh, powerhouse. They've taken some steps back from where they have been, but the offense has exploded in a way that that's kind of been swept uh, swept away a bit. I don't. While we're talking about the Jazz have such offensive powers, that where does the other team's worst defender get hidden? I flip it around. I don't see a problem for the Jazz in that way at all against whoever they play, unless it's well, a Kawhi or a LeBron, right. and then you work around those things. But that's the same for every team. Well, the answer to your question is is that Rudy covers up for everybody. Uh, because he's he's amazing, and the way he's um, been able to uh, defend the pick and roll for a guy his size is 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 truly remarkable, and that's why people who don't watch Rudy on a regular basis don't don't truly appreciate how good he is. But I'll, I'll tell you this: they're going Austin. They're gonna have to hide Mike Conley a little bit, I think. Um, but see, that's the thing. I mean, Mike's capable. He's not, he's not Jimmer Fredette. I mean, people wonder why Jimmer Fredette didn't stick in the NBA is because Kyle, you, he's impossible to hide on defense or he was, I mean, that's a big part of the reason he's impossible to, to hide on defense. Mike Conley is not that he's not, he's not somebody who you absolutely is. He's not Ennis Cantor in the pick and roll where if he, he's playing, you're going to lose because they're going to get a basket on every possession, but they'll probably have to hide him a little bit because he can't switch everything. Uh, which the Jazz like to do when they can is switch everything. You know, you don't want Mike Conley switching on to Kawhi Leonard, for example. I mean, or a more obvious example would be you don't want Mike Conley switching on to the Greek Freak. So it's not perfect. You know, that's the thing with Royce O'Neal being in the starting lineup. You can switch pretty much everything. Um, Joe Ingles maybe isn't the best defender in the NBA, but he's more than serviceable, and certainly at a size six eight six nine, where he can he can switch on to pretty much everybody. I mean, it's a luxury. Uh, that uh, the the Jazz have with this particular lineup that they wouldn't necessarily have with the the Mike Conley lineup, but uh, it, the the I guess Austin, if the if the Jazz do have a, a little bit of a weakness defensively at times, you hope that the the offense being so much better in, in both units, really the starting and the bench that it'll be able to overcome that. If it stretches when Rudy is resting or whatever, and you've got to trade blows with the other team, I, I think that they're capable of, of doing that. So, you know, I know Gordon thought that they'd be top five in offense and defense this year. They can afford to be top five in offense and top ten in defense and still absolutely be a contending team. I mean, if you're – honestly, if you're top five defense and top five offense, 
you are the Warriors from a couple of years. Maybe not quite, but, I mean, you're really, really good. So uh, things look good in Jazzland. Coming up next, I do want to revisit the Boise State v. Mountain West discussion uh, that we started yesterday with some breaking news. Uh, We also have Sam Amick coming up at the top of the 4 o'clock hour, so make sure and stay tuned for that. We are live here at the warehouse in Orem, 86 East University Parkway. Stop by and see us. We have T-shirts to give away. Uh, We have uh, one jazz ornament left. We, things have been very popular today. So get down here and take advantage of it. 86 East University Parkway. Plus, price is so low on furniture, it will blow your mind. And uh, Tom is motivated to move this stuff. So get down and see us. Uh, 86 East University Parkway. More of the big show coming up next right here on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5, The Zone. Uh, Gordo will be back coming up on Monday. We are live at the warehouse. Come see us, 86 East University Parkway, right here in Orem. We still have some jazz shirts to give away. We're also uh, taking into uh, entering folks to be a contestant at halftime at Saturday's uh, jazz game against the Dallas Mavericks. Not only would you get two lower bowl tickets, but you'll compete in kind of a game show type event at halftime for a chance to win a bunch of money, like up to $5,000. So uh, come on by and see us here at the warehouse. Plus, price is so low on furniture, it will blow your mind. Uh, we're going to talk to Tom uh, coming up here momentarily about uh, the, some of the just unbelievable deals. Uh, but, uh, Austin, I thought we'd revisit our conversation a little bit from yesterday. Boise State um, is in the process, I guess, of filing a lawsuit against the Mountain West Conference over there. Really, it's a $1.8 million bonus, just to simplify it, uh, that they negotiated for themselves when they went back to the Mountain West Conference back in 2012. And um, the more I look into this, the more Boise State has all the leverage. And I I have no clue uh, what the Mountain West Conference was doing uh, by even going down this road in the first place. It it just seems crazy. I mean, Boise is trying going through and trying to negotiate maybe a little raise to it. And the rest of the league says, no, actually, we're going to cut you off, even though we don't have any leverage. And you think that what Boise is just going to say yes. I mean, that's. That's uh, that's just crazy. But Scotty had a guest on uh, had a guest on today who brought up a really interesting point. How and think about this for a second, Austin. How ludicrous is it that Boise State had this clause in its contract to begin with that the rest of the league could not uh, vote to terminate it? Basically, that this was was to go on in perpetuity with basically no out for the conference. I mean, that's you think about Craig Thompson and how he's handling things now. I mean, that's that's the worst deal known to man. And let's not forget that the Big East was basically falling apart at the time. And, you know, Boise maybe had some leverage to come back in uh, to the conference at the time. But really, how how much leverage was it? The Big East folds and and then Boise was stuck with the at the time, I guess. Uh, whatever they call the American Athletic, which really didn't exist because that uh, existed after after uh, the Big East fell apart. So uh, anyway, point being, what a what a what terrible negotiation from the Mountain West standpoint. How desperate were they to get Boise State back by basically making this uh, this clause go on in perpetuity with no mm-hmm. out for the conference whatsoever? I mean, I thought about it this way. 
I, I thought about it this way. Like Utah, when they were going to the Pac-12, they hardly had any, any sort of leverage. They were so desperate to get in. And even they negotiated a three-year smoothing period, which in hindsight – Big ups to Chris Hill. That looks that looks pretty amazing. But maybe I I wanted to throw this out there for BYU fans, and we'll uh, we'll try and revisit this conversation maybe a little bit later on in the show. But if if you could really, I mean, if you could get a similar deal to Boise State, where basically you controlled all of your home games anyway, I mean that seems pretty amazing, right? And now that we're looking closer into the deal that Boise really got with the Mountain West Conference. And I would say, maybe people would disagree, but I would say BYU has more value than Boise given their following and the ratings that they bring. I mean, maybe you know people could disagree. I'm not saying that BYU's been the better football program. I'm just saying overall value uh, to, a, to a conference. But if they were able to, to honestly uh, work a deal like that where basically they still sold their own home games and they got to dictate their own future forever, would that sway fans' minds more? Maybe not. Maybe not, uh, because obviously the Mountain West is extremely dysfunctional, and you'd be returning to that as well. So let us know. We can do some open mics. We can do uh, some Twitter Twitter interaction at Jake Scott's own at Austin Horton. Sam Amick joins us coming up next at the top of the 4 o'clock hour. But right now, hanging out at the warehouse with my good friend Tom, 86 East University Parkway. And, Tom, we should maybe maybe we should explain first why exactly you are so desperate to create some room and have to do it like Right now, I leave Sunday for the furniture market, the furniture show that's held twice a year. I'm going to go buy 10 truckloads of furniture. And Jake, I don't have room for it's it. It's got to go somewhere. <laughs> it's it's going to be me finding new deals. And if I don't buy the new deals, I don't get the new deals. So I've got to sell some stuff to make room for some stuff. So we're going to do some blowouts for the next four days. That if you need furniture, this is the best time to buy it. So let's talk about uh, what needs to go. Let's talk about adjustable beds. Okay. We talked about me buying four truckloads. Um, I bought everything from a warehouse in Stockton, California. They closed the warehouse. It's national name brand stuff. It's some of the very best adjustable bases in the industry and i'm 70 to 90 percent off wow so before we started today i made you lay down i've got the best adjustable base uh, in my opinion in the industry this has every feature head up foot up 24 different settings for massage usb it even has an ac plug where you can plug in your laptop or your tablet these bases at our competitor across the street are $3,100 per side. They've got them on sale for two bases for the king, split, or solid, $39.99 for both. And then I've got a latex mattress. Um, You can pay up to $8,000 for a latex mattress. And I'm going to be honest with you, this is a $3,000 latex mattress. With a $4,000 base, I'm going to sell you the entire setup, split or solid. So if you want one solid king base, one solid king mattress, or a split so you can be up while your wife is down, I'm going to sell you the entire package for twenty nine ninety nine. Unreal. So, I, I mean, that's significantly less than just the bases 
at the competitor. Significantly less, plus you're getting a latex mattress. And I have three mattresses to choose from at that package price. I then have a package that is nineteen ninety nine. So it doesn't have lumbar support and it doesn't have USBs, but it's head up, foot up, famous brand manufacturer with a latex setup. You can do solid or you can do, now I'm going to do something crazy. Oh, okay. Split for nineteen ninety nine. You want a solid head up, foot up, king latex mattress with the base. I've got four of them. I'm going to do them for a thousand bucks. See, I like these deals on the fly, Tom. If, if Race were here, he'd be yelling at you. Race, uh, if you're listening, I'm sorry. Um, Race has two of them, and there's two of them in Orem. A thousand bucks, a latex hybrid with head up, foot up adjustable king base, which is unheard of. And then don't forget, I've got all kinds of deals. I'm going to do a, a Jake special. Okay. Remember this recliner? Yep. Made by Klausner, thousand dollar double recliner with the console. Yeah, amazing. I've got two colors now to choose from. Three ninety nine. If you don't mention Jake, it's four ninety nine. All right. You mention Jake, it's three ninety nine. An extra hundred bucks. Uh get by here. Take advantage of it. Unbelievable prices and, and Tom, I don't think I don't think I've seen you go this low before. I've never done what I just did on that king bed. I like what you did. Thousand bucks for a solid king mattress and a head up, foot up adjustable bed. And our listeners benefit. There you go. 86 East University Parkway, of course. Don't forget about their Salt Lake store, 1967 South, 300 West. Sam Amick joins the show. Coming up next, you're on 97.5 and 1280 of the zone. This, this, this is Hans Olsen and Scotty G. It's what you want. I don't think that there's a time since maybe 97, 98, where I look at a team and say a championship is within reach. And I know we want to be really careful about talking about that. And I get that. But I think it's time we start allowing that to be part of the conversation. Because sometimes when we address this team, we talk about this is a team that could make it to the Western Conference Finals. Well, I think it's okay to talk about making it to the NBA Finals. I don't think we need to be scared about talking about that. And I'm not saying that, you know, if they don't make it to the NBA Finals, it's a disappointment, but I think it's also okay to say, you know what, this is a team capable of doing that. Would I pick the Jazz to beat the Lakers in a seven-game series? I don't know, but the fact that I don't know right now means that the Jazz have a pretty good chance. Catch Hans and Scotty every day from noon to three. Presented by your Rocky Mountain Chevy dealers on 97.5 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network.